So, but the thing about coworkers <laughs> reminded me of a story. Sure. So I used to work at an iron foundry, mm, which nice. was basically like working in purgatory. Sure. Yeah. I, I think I count that <laughs> summer as time in purgatory sure, because nice. the foundry, I worked third shift and it was never cooler than 90 degrees. Mm. And if they were pouring the iron, even from this plant was huge. Yep. And even from a quarter mile, a half a mile away, it was over a hundred degrees it wow. raised the temperature in the plant by yeah. 10 wow. 15 degrees um i had an incident near the beginning of my shift <laughs> um i was on break it was my first break so it was you know a standard 40 hour week it was yep. my first break and i man i thought it was a fart <laughs> but it, it was not oh no so yeah, yeah. so now i now i have a situation this is this is yeah. a situation i go yeah. into the bathroom yeah. i'm like there i i can't fix this you pooped your pants i correct? pooped my yeah. pants okay, very good. i'm like yeah. i have six hours left to work and i have pooped my pants um so what i did is i just i just took the underwear threw sure. them away in the break yeah. room in as there. you do yep. <laughs> And I just went commando yeah. in jeans yeah. in a foundry oh, for six hours. Oh, and I can tell you, yeah. you have never felt chafing <laughs> until you have gone commando yeah. in jeans in an iron foundry for six uh, hours. <laughs> I was limping when yeah. I was leaving. Uh, yeah. And the, all these old timers who've worked there for you know 30 years are like, are you okay, buddy? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm just tired, man. <laughs> I got in my car and I literally drove to festival yeah. just kicked my seat back in the car and just sat there for 30 seconds for like no more like five minutes uh -huh. 10 minutes thinking if they sell shorts i can yeah. go buy shorts <laughs> put on shorts uh -huh. and then go home and sleep oh, but man. no that's that's my that's my work story that's rough so i have two 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 related stories possibly First one is um, I worked at a machine shop uh, for a while, and um, and I, which was kind of new to me. A similar kind of thing, very uh, certainly not at a foundry level, but sparks flying all over the place. There were ovens because we did heat treating there and stuff like that. So it was it was a different experience. And I remember my first night. It was third shift, and my wife and I had kind of only had what I would describe as normal jobs before that, which is probably awful. But I worked in kitchens and stuff like that, and this just machine shops are just not part of my world you know so um so for my first night to go in a little nervous and you know my wife was uh we were married at, i think we we're married at the time and she's like you know like hey you know good luck i was like it's just gonna be you know what the first day is like some paperwork and you know whatever else because that was what first days are usually like uh i go in the uh the foreman uh, tells me I'm on oven two. I have no idea what that means. Um, <laughs> the guy that trained me, I ended up working there for a number of years, and the guy that trained me was mute. I'm not joking. So he did not say a word to me. Uh, I worked with him for a number of years. He never said a word. Um, he just pointed. So he kind of pointed there and then you know, did, did a gesture. And what I was doing was I was taking pretty oiled um, torsion springs trimming the ends to just get the burr off uh, in spring manufacturing there's a cut side and so there's always a burr on that side um there's an outer burr on that side and then 
that outer the what you just cut off becomes the front end of the next one as there's an inner burr on that one so anyway so you, you always have to trim both ends and you put it up into the oven and i again this is completely foreign to me so i and the guy didn't tell me anything and so i get to the other end of the oven and these springs are kind of falling I'm like what do you do and i assume well clearly you wouldn't just be, and i see that the oven's 850 degrees but i think well it's got to be some kind of something there is not those springs are 850 degrees and you have to wear these giant gloves but no one told me that anyway so it was yes so that was that went poorly so uh, that was my first night at the at the spring place um that was awful um and then yeah a lot of weird things happened at the spring place but anyway um i also speaking of pooping pants um i i do have personal pants pooping stories but i'm going to tell one from a friend uh who just told me this story by the way this guy is the director of finance at a relatively large company we had to drive to chicago together and he told me i'm not joking a 20 minute pooping his pants story <laughs> it was fascinating <laughs> but anyway what happened was he was they were hunting this is a group of guys that he goes hunting with family and then extended right so this is 20 30 guys in a cabin and one of the kind of friends of a brother-in-law you know kind of you know whatever uh brings in some bear sausage so this would be, they had shot a bear, his group had shot a bear, and they had made sausage out of it. I don't know a lot about sausage making, but sausage ought not be raw, as I understand it. And so there's some kind of cooking process, I apologize. So this is like summer sausage made out of a bear. So, mm. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had made summer sausage out of the bear, but in whatever that's smoking or whatever the process is, he didn't do enough of it. So it's raw meat oh, no. in the summer <laughs> sausage that he's treating like a summer sausage, not like raw meat. So... Um, the guy brings it over. He's real excited, cuts it up. And then my buddy, Mark, um, feels bad for, for the guy. So he eats some. And knowing that it's raw, like every, no one was eating any, and but Mark felt bad for him. So, so he ate some. And then they go out to do their camping. And so he walks out like two and a half miles or whatever to where his deer stand is. And it's just nothing out there. And so he kind of goes up. He can definitely feel things aren't right. And so this is in Wisconsin. So this is whatever, middle of winter or wherever, or, you know, I guess uh, probably late fall or whatever. But so he's in, you know, long johns, jeans, plus coveralls, you know, whatever. He's in the full thing. And um, he goes up to his stand and he starts to realize, like, so his tummy's brewing or whatever, and he starts to realize, you know, this isn't going to end well. So he tries to get down real quick. Basically, he just needs to squat somewhere. And he's about halfway down the ladder. And he's, you know, he talks about that. And I'm, for anyone who's ever pooped their pants, you'll know what I'm talking about. But you do reach a moment where you just give in and you realize it doesn't matter how hard I squeeze here or what all I'm trying to do, it's coming. So he just lets it go and he just poops all over himself. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> there's nothing he could do. And he has this rotten bear meat kind of just destroying his intestines. So then what he does is obviously, I mean, he's just what do you do so he strips completely naked he's out in the middle of nowhere and you know miles from anything so strips down completely naked (laughs) his coveralls were okay so you know so in other words so he had three layers long johns obviously were toast (laughs) the jeans were not you know gonna make it and then i don't remember what all he had like tucked in wise but he probably lost a shirt or two as well so he's you know fully layered so he takes everything off gets completely naked freezing outside buries it all (laughs) and then just puts the cover balls on and goes back just pretends it didn't happen so that's (laughs) that was one of the funnier pooping your pants stories i heard in a long time so Uh, all right (laughs) 
Do you want to end it or do, <laughs> do you want me to say one? I yeah. Want, I want you to say one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, well, I grew up and I was an avid runner. Sure. And um, we did a long run from my high school to the uh, rival high school <coughs> in my hometown. And it's, it's like maybe a 10, 11 mile run loop. Um, or there and back. On the way back, I hit a point where I was like, man, I need to go. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I I could make it. But the further we got, I was like, the more I thought about it, I was like, oh, if I want this many miles, <laughs> I need to go the way that everybody wants to go. Sure. The longer way, oh, sure. of course. And... It gets to the point where we're running through a neighborhood, and I'm like, I'm about to knock on somebody's door because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm on I'm yep. on the edge. Yep. And so we're on this trail now, not near people's houses, and it's like a bike trail paved. Um, and I'm, I couldn't take it anymore, so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go down in this little ditch here, sure, and just squat down, pop a squat. Yep. And that's what you got to do. And when you're running, everything was already stirring. So, you know, oh, that's yeah, not yeah. going to be solid. Yep. yep. That's no no bueno. Yep. And then, uh, so then we start running again after yep. my scene or I don't yep. know. And uh, I just like basically feel the same. Yeah. I'm oh, still no. feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like. I need to make it though. Like, <laughs> oh, man. and when you're running, like everything in your body is working towards you not pooping, right? Like, water's getting reabsorbed, and your, you know, I think as I understand it, like your body goes into can't poop mode. So if you, uh, well, I mean, I no, I think that that is the case. I think that that is there's. I think there are a huh. bunch of like automatic, autonomous or whatever processes that. Um, kind of go on because I could definitely do it if I really wanted to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like okay. you must have had to have had some major things working against you if you were. Yeah, that's exactly okay. the point that I'm making. Gotcha, you had gotcha. some stuff roiling because mm-hmm. I think the rest of your body was probably in. Nope, don't poop mode. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then yeah, so I felt the same way on the yep. way back, and, and I'm wearing like running shorts. Yeah, so like, and that's all. Lots There's, of coverage. Yep, and <laughs> so I'm like, the those might be just. Yeah. gross already yeah yeah by the time i got back i i was able to make it back miraculously mm-hmm. like but there was times where i think i had to like walk because i couldn't yeah <laughs> i couldn't oh, just push it and just realizing you're like three or two and a half miles away from school oh, is horrible yeah <laughs> and then uh yeah just made it back and just ran to that stall and yeah. That's all I heard. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, and we it, bring it back. Is any of this gonna be in? By the way, is oh, any yeah. of this is okay? Yeah. All right. I had half of another story, but it's not actually that funny. So. But I'm going to tell it anyway. So (laughs) we were visiting family down in Iowa, and we met them at a park because it was during COVID. 
and it was fall, so it was cold, and all the bathrooms were closed, and I had to poop. So we're at this park. It's a fairly big park. There's a creek that runs through it with the nature trail and everything, and my parents are sitting with my aunt and uncle talking, and I reach a point where I, I can't. I can't sit there anymore. I need to at least walk around or something. I go test the bathrooms and they're not, they're not doing it. And I'm like, well, maybe if I walk far enough, I'll find a business of some mm-hmm. kind. So I start walking down this nature trail and this is in the middle of a city. Like this isn't an actual nature trail. This is like, think like Menominee park, maybe sure. Okay. Like, yeah. but forest instead of a lake. Yep. And I'm like, I-, I can't do it. So I start to walk into the woods but like not, it's false. There's mm-hmm. no undergrowth or anything. So I'm just going to go stand and squat in the woods five <laughs> feet off this trail. And I like get into the woods. I turn around and there's basset hounds come down walking, <laughs> come walking down this. And I'm like, <laughs> these like three basset hounds just come walking down the trail. And I just like walk out of the woods. And sure enough, there's this whole family walking their basset hounds. And I just have to walk past them. And then just just then, my parents called me back, and we drove to a gas station. So it was fine. Oh, I didn't have to funny. poop in the woods next to the basset hounds. But like I would have, yeah, if it weren't for the basset hounds. So, do you guys mind one more poop related story? Apologies. Uh, so, <laughs> you said you have another one as well. I mean, yeah, do you want to go? You can go. You can. Okay. Or do you want to end with you? No, 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 not at all. So, and this is more. This really isn't a like like a uh, specific episode this is more sort of like a just a general whatever narrative that happens so um i had like a year and a half ago got diagnosed with uh diabetes but it was just fat people diabetes it was just oh, i had too much food and i was too fat and so i think kind of what happens is you get too much fat around you get that visceral fat around your organs hormones start screwing up and one of the things that goes is that liver uh pancreas balance so um so they're like so you know you need to they she recommended because it was like way off the charts like i think my a1c was like 11.7 or 11.3 or something like that it was something in that range which just means that my average um blood sugar that's the average was like four times what the average should have been or something like that it was way or three and a half or whatever times it was way way just totally out of control i just had no idea i didn't you know know and i knew i was fat but i didn't know that that was going on um, so the doctor's like, well, we need to put you on, I don't know, metformin or something like that. That might not be the right thing, but something to control your blood sugar and blah, blah, we'll look at insulin. I'm like, really don't like medicine. Uh, is there any way that we could do that without it? She's like, well, we do have a doctor here who's part of this thing where you kind of control it through diet and exercise. I'm like, well, let's try that. So, um, and he is like a, it's basically no carbs. So essentially you, um, if you aren't introducing any carbs into your body really at all, your blood sugar basically stays in the kind of the 80 range all the time. So that's what I did. So I was like, okay, so I can do that. So I just didn't have hardly any carbs. Um, and I did that for quite a while. Well, the problem is, is that, um, after a while, um, you run out of non-carb things to eat. So then I, at least for me personally, I started dipping into things like, well, protein shakes were a big part of it. So, so for anyone who hasn't done a lot of protein shakes, like just doing shakes instead of eating is, that is, I think they can be a little hard on the kidneys and other things. Um, but then also there isn't a lot of stuff there when it comes time to, to, um, eliminate. Uh, so you are eliminate your, your, uh, your poop is a little runny. 
Um, but then you also, anyway, after you go along with this for a while, you start needing to get a little creative. So you can do like tortillas, which is great, uh, but they're like low carb tortillas, but they're like 20 grams of fiber or something like that because they need something there and fiber is okay to eat. So, but if you eat like 20 grams of fiber at once, this is like, a, this has a, uh, a laxative effect on you in like a major way. And then the other kind of issue with kind of... Um, keto and Atkins kind of stuff is that um, for the folks at home, keto is where you <laughs> enter into ketosis. So it's a, it's a different way of burning energy anyway, um, or a different way of producing energy, I suppose. Anyway, um, the other issue is that you do these things called sugar alcohols. Are you guys familiar with sugar alcohols? And what sugar alcohols are, yeah, okay, so Michael nodded his head, which is great for a podcast. Um, so, <laughs> so, so sugar alcohols are these things that are kind of sweet. I will acknowledge that they are kind of sweet, but then they also produce uh, this, like, flamethrower effect uh, in your intestinal system. Uh, so anyway, so what ends up happening is you're eating – I'm eating very little. I'm mostly just drinking shakes. And then I will eat, you know, whatever, like the equivalent of like a half gallon of sugar alcohols, which are just laxatives. And then, you know, whatever, a thousand grams of fiber. And so I had diarrhea for about a year straight because it was just, that's all you do. It was awful. Um, and so it was just this constant battle of, you know, so like if we were doing Aftershock or something like that, it would be like, can I make it two hours without a major explosion? Because <laughs> it was. So, and then um, an example of like, I'm very serious. So like I would, and this obviously this can't be good for you, but um, I would go for walks and I have this kind of loop that I walk. And during uh, summer, spring, and fall, it's fine because at the halfway point, there's a public bathroom that I can use. But during winter, I basically had to stop walking because <laughs> if I couldn't use it, because walking kind of makes you go. Running, I think your whole body works against going. Walking kind of loosens things up and kind of makes you go a little bit. Um, and so anyway, so um, I have like a year's worth of either pooping myself or near pooping myself on an almost daily basis uh, stories. But none of them are really entertaining. It's just the overall issue of a 40-year-old man who basically has lost all bowel control uh, for a long period of time. So then I basically was like, well, I can't keep doing that to my body. That obviously, that can't be good. Diabetes is bad, but that can't be any better. So then I started eating carbs again. And then I ate, it, it appears, every carb in the state of Wisconsin <laughs> in like a three-month period of time. So I gained a bunch of weight back. So now I need to probably go, I'm going to probably go back to uh uh, keto, but probably in a, a hopefully a, a slightly more normal way. There are different levels of it that you can do, and I think I'm going to try to stay at like a, at, at a little bit healthier level and not use so much fiber and stuff. So, anyway, so was that? You had a poop story? <laughs> well, it was just um, as a runner, you need to time your poops. Sure. Because maybe just an athlete in general, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and is it is it because you guys are all like race minded that you'll like try to have the fastest poop or no oh i know no. i'm joking sorry go ahead you just need a <laughs> i know what you mean. yeah <laughs> you need to schedule ready your poops. Yeah. yeah scheduling yeah. is a better word than timing yeah. <laughs> oh three and a half seconds <laughs> 45 minutes <laughs> um no um <laughs> yeah scheduling 
Because, like, if you get your body into a habit of, okay, I wake up, then a half hour later after drinking oh, a glass sh- of water, then sure. my body will be ready yep. or something at the same time of the day. Yep. Um, at some point during college, as a distance runner, I was not matching that really well somehow. Mm-hmm. My body wasn't. And typically, I'd go before practice. But for a couple uh weeks at least every workout day would be horrible because we'd be out on the trail and a couple miles from campus and we we would i would start feeling it mid-workout where i'm just like yeah because like we do workouts where we're like stopping or like we're going and then we'll stop to like have a few minute break sure. and then go at it again and then Usually those are longer distances. And then we would do like 200s at the end, 200 sprints. In those sprints, I like, if we were doing like six or eight of them, could not hold those in. <laughs> so like, I'm just like, sorry, coach, but I, I'm done for the day. <laughs> like step off the trail, go like 50 feet into the woods. And you just got to. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. I'm like. And it's really awkward because I squat down uh, over this little hill thing. In my view, I can still see my whole team, <laughs> but I don't th- think they can like they can see me except for my forehead, maybe. Oh, sure. But it's really weird. Yeah, that is weird. So that happened to me on a, a few occasions, and it's just not comfortable. It's like, why? I I have like these four reps left. Why do <laughs> Why do you need me? To, uh, why do I need to go? That's <laughs> But we can let you all go. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you to tell the, the horse turd story. Oh, the horse turd story. Okay. <laughs> the mystery. The miracle. However you want to look at it. At my high school, it was my sophomore year. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Sorry. I know the story. Yeah, I'm very excited we, to hear it. Yeah, yeah. Again. So it's springtime got track practice you know after school and you know just get changed in my shorts and t-shirt and go go to the urinals and you know just the usual habits of before practice and then some people were creating some commotion in the stall area of the locker room and it's like what's going on i hear something about like just like somehow this this majestic, just immaculate poop, and I don't know if that is like a contradiction of words, but um, so it's like we all huddle up around this one stall. There's two stalls in that locker room. There's like thirty guys around this. We're all looking. I'm, I was in the other stall standing sure. on the toilet looking over the sure. stall because I'm like, i got to see this. And it's this giant turd, like the thickness of like a two liter. There's <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> no joke. And um, so if you know what a two liter of yeah. your favorite soda looks like, 
that thick. For the folks at home, a two-liter bottle is a large bottle of soda. <laughs> and it's like, as guys, we just you know think of weird things. So we're just sure. like, well, the flushing the toilet first off does absolutely nothing. Sure, right. You flush that. it, the water just <laughs> runs right by it. Not a movement uh-huh. at all. And so this, this uh, shorter distance guy, the 400 runner, built bigger he was like a linebacker i think in on our football team comes in and he's just like once he sees it he's just becomes very curious about how much that thing weighs because he's in the weight room every day and he's like like this is amazing yeah an amazing piece of art from humanity or horses who knows um so he grabs a plastic bag puts it around his hand sure and he he goes for it and he does a curl with this and then sort of falls apart a little bit yeah yeah but it's not curl he's like this he's like that's at least two and a half pound dumbbell. <laughs> <laughs> like that was two and a half pound yeah. dumbbell yep. that i just curled yeah. <laughs> and and then you know after that day you could go on twitter and you could see um, there, there was an account specifically for sure. that poop. Yeah, and I could not find it, unfortunately. But somebody's out there somewhere, you know. Did someone? Nobody confessed. Up? Okay. Nope. So that mystery still lies, and um, we all were really curious. We wanted to know, and we were like, "Don't feel ashamed." Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, maybe it was of. somebody from eighth hour the last hour of the day they just didn't ran out or something or i don't know maybe they ordered some horse turd and just (laughs) pranked people and threw it in the toilet yeah that'd be funny i don't know and but it's still a mystery to us is to who could have done that and not been in the hospital or something yeah yeah (laughs) i do because the dimensions i don't think work with the human body is sort of my concern there it was massive <laughs> yeah that's incredible so <laughs> I don't think I need Google to tell me that human butts aren't <laughs> seven inches what of thickness Are, yeah of girth uh, it says a so this is yeah a the human anus can stretch up to seven inches before taking damage raccoon can squeeze into holes as tight as four inches, this meaning you can fit almost two full raccoons up your butt. So seven inches in diameter. Yeah. I don't believe that. What's the source? Uh, what is the source? Let's see. What is this? It's a source that would give you uh, raccoon uh, measurements. Uh, yeah. The source is being blocked by my <laughs> <laughs> protective. Sure. Um, Let's just take it as heretical truth yeah oh nice five inches this is five inches from healthline.com okay so it depends well, on your still, it's a way bigger than i was expecting yeah i expect two liter yeah. bottles yeah. about five yeah. inches in yeah. diameter so all right they maxed out okay <laughs> that's what they call that <laughs> they call that maxing out max in, squat in the poop forums that's called maxing out mm. <laughs> In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
Lord, we thank you for this evening. We thank you for our conversations. We ask that you come down upon us and that your will may be done in our lives, that we may intentionally choose to do your will each and every moment of the day. We thank you for all that you do and all that you are. May we glorify you in everything we say and do as we, as we pray. All glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, a world without end. Amen. In the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. If you are the person who left Good the point. giant horse turd in the, what is it, Waukesha North High School boys' locker room in 2015, 2015 please contact yeah. us. Yeah. We would like to, we're not going to, we're not going to out you to the public. We just, we, we just want to meet you <laughs> at this point. <laughs> at this point, we just want to meet you. Um, yeah. From Life Cheers and uh, John Ellis. <laughs> to you. God bless. Peace.